I have a duty to perform, I must bring you the word of God. God does nothing except he first speaks. And when God speaks, it should be end of discussion concerning that. I want to take you back to last Sunday and I, I brought you the word sustained by grace. Sustained by grace, which is the story of the widow of Zarephath and the messenger of God, Elijah, who was sent to her to take her out of penury and take her out of starvation and reestablish her on high grounds. And I'm going to read the scripture um, before I announce what the title of my message is. In 1 Kings 17 verses 14 and 16, the Living Bible, the Bible says, For the Lord God of Israel, this is Elijah speaking, For the Lord God of Israel says that there will, there will always be plenty of flour and oil left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and the crops grow again. And verse 16, for, And for no matter how much they used, there was always plenty left in the containers just as the Lord had promised through Elijah. And I said to you that that's God's sustainability plan right there. Maybe you honestly begin to sense where I'm going today is about the plan of God. That was God's sustainability plan made manifest right there. Now let us see the widow's, what the widow's plan was. There was God's plan that Elijah brought and said, this is what God said is going to happen in this bad, dead situation. Now, the widow's plan is found in 1 Kings 17, verses 12b to 13a, the same living Bible. The widow said, I have only a handful of flour left and a, cook and a little cooking oil in the bottom of the jar. I was just gathering a few sticks to cook this last meal and then my son and I must die of starvation. I have only this left. I was just gathering a few sticks to cook this last meal. Her plan was the last meal. And then my son and I, M-U-S-T, must die of starvation. That was her plan. But in verse 13, I thank God Elijah said to her, but Elijah said to her, don't be afraid. In the Message Bible, it says, she said, I swear as surely as your God lives, I don't have so much as a biscuit. I have a handful of flour in a jar and a little oil in a bottle. You found me scratching together just enough firewood to make a last meal for my son and me. After we eat it, we will, W-I-L-L-L, we will die. The other one said, we must die of starvation. That was the plan the widow had right there. And I, and I just showed you the God's plan, sustainability plan right there. The question then that should come to mind when you see this kind of thing is to imagine if the widow held on to her own plan instead of switching over to God's plan. Oh, this is very important. I'm talking about plans today and everybody makes plans, but your plans are always related to your experience and what surrounds you. But when God makes a plan, he makes it according to his greatness. Glory to God. As a matter of fact, let me read quickly to you. Ecclesiastes 8 and verse 6, I read from the New Living Translation. 
Ecclesiastes 8 verse 6 from the New Living Translation. This is just the introduction to the sermon. The Bible says, For there is a time and a way for everything, even when a person is in trouble. Ooh, for there is a time and a way out for everything. <laughs> uh, even when a person is in trouble, like the widow. Uh, there, is a, there is a time and a way out. And that time and a way out usually comes with the plan of God. But we plan according to our limitation. And so we may end up in the wrong place. And so this morning, I bring you the word of the Lord that I entitled, God always has a plan. Act on it and live well. Hallelujah. God always has a plan. Act on it and live well. God always has a plan. Learn to recognize it, act on it, and then you will live well and live blessed, like I preached some time ago. Oh, glory to God. Ah, and so the, the key scripture this morning is found in Proverbs 19 and verse 21. I read from the New Century Version of the Bible. And it says, God, people can make all kinds of plans, but only the Lord's plan will happen. People can make all kinds of plans, but only the Lord's plan will happen. It is not that when people make plans, it may not happen. But it will not happen the way we say in Nigeria, happen When you make your own plans without God, it's not happening. It says, but only the Lord's plan will happen. It will happen in a good way. It will happen in a powerful way. Glory to God. So what are we doing not knowing God's plan? My title, title of my sermon is God always has a plan, even when you're in trouble, like the widow during the time of COVID. For every family, God always has a plan. What you need to do is to act on it so that you can live well and not live under the circumstances. But whilst I say that, there's a question I need to ask everyone. If God's plans are not our plans, and God's ways are not our ways. Generally then, it will be like when we make a plan, it will not be God's plan. So the question would be, can God disrupt your plan? Can you allow God to act in a disruptive way when you have kind of settled the matter by yourself? The widow had looked at the, at the famine it was going on for uh, three and a half years. And looked at her situation, she had tried to borrow things, and she made an informed decision by herself that I'm going to scratch around, get a few sticks, make one nice cake for my son and I, eat, and then we slowly starve to death because nothing more can happen. And so, when Elijah came as a messenger of God, and I spoke to you last Sunday that when a child of God is in trouble, God will always have a plan, but He will send a messenger. A helper to the person, either human or angelic, to reveal the plan. Elijah said to her, when she said, this is what's going to happen, said, do not be afraid. In fact, the, 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 uh, another translation says, um, the message Bible says, and Elijah said to her, don't worry about a thing. And then spoke to her the God's plan, and God's plan for her, the living Bible says, for the Lord God of Israel says that there will always be plenty of flour and oil left in your containers until the time when the Lord sends rain and the crops grow again. That is God's plan. 
even though it's not your plan and i like what happened bible says when elijah spoke in verse 14 like that the bible says the 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 widow did not say anything she just went ahead made the biscuit or the bread for elijah gave him the water and then went back and made for her son and egg she didn't even talk she agreed wholly and the next thing that happened is verse 16 and the bible says for no matter how much they used there was always plenty left in the containers just as the lord had promised through elijah and i said that's god's sustainability plan right there and so when god when a, a believer is in trouble like i read to you in ecclesiastes 8 and verse 6 it says for there is a time and a way for everything even when a person is in trouble when god sends a messenger with his plan the question then is would you and would you allow god to disrupt the plan you have put in place the bible says people make all kinds of plans and that's okay you must plan but when god shows up with his plan are you going to allow him to disrupt your plan some people say i i plan to deal with this person I'm going to deal with this person and God sends a messenger and say messenger of peace to say I understand this person offended you but the Lord would like you to forgive him it's not always that people repent before you forgive them no it's not always it will be good if they repent but God can say let it go and then see what will happen and a lot of people say lie lie it's not possible not in this world over my some people say over my dead body so to a lot of people, God cannot disrupt their plan. And as long as God cannot disrupt your plan, imagine if the widow didn't allow the messenger of God who had God's plan to disrupt her plan, what will have happened? I know you know the answer. We're not going to discuss that. So can God disrupt your plan? The word is disrupt, which means you have set everything in motion. You have made your, your mind. Some people say, I'm going to move to another country. And the word comes to you and you say, no, 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 I've made my plan. Please, 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 don't disturb me. And then all hell breaks loose. Because huh, at the beginning of the year, the, this year is the year of Jehovah Rohi, where the Lord must be our shepherd. And you can see on the ton of things that without God shepherding people, they are likely to shipwreck all their lives. So like a shepherd, talking about can God disrupt your plan? Like a shepherd would move the sheep even when the sheep already feels settled sometimes you see sheep they have they are laying down and they're comfortable and the shepherd just blows the whistle pew, pew, and he wants to move to another place they don't know why they're already settled but you find that sheep will get up and follow him maybe he knows a storm is coming and he wants the shelter because of lightning and thunder and all kind of thing and hailstones and so on they will follow but many of us are called sheep but we act like goats it is goats i'll say no 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 i'm eating here please shepherd come back tomorrow I, let me finish enjoying what i'm enjoying but sheep don't do that they follow the shepherd we sing that song shepherd of my soul i give you full control really wherever you may lead i will follow i hope so now taking this uh widow's um story as our example in a season that god says you can be sustained by grace you can be sustained by the god of all grace god is able to make all grace abound towards us so that we will always have all sufficiency in all things and still have an abundance they always have plenty left in the jar no matter how much they use in that season 
Should we not talk about allowing God to superimpose his plan upon our plans, no matter how far or off we're going with the plan? This lady had collected the, the stones, um, the, the sticks. She had collected the sticks. She had gotten everything ready, but she, she left everything and went to a new plan, God's plan. And you see what happened. No, so my counsel is this, don't get stuck with your own little plans because your plan is shaped by your precarious circumstances and it is limited by your inability to see the future. Don't get stuck with your own little plans. Your plan is shaped by your precarious circumstances. People plan according to what they see and they feel. And it is also limited by your inability to see the future. Let me read the scripture to you. Ecclesiastes 8 Verses 6 to 7, the Message Bible. Ecclesiastes 8, 6 to 7. It says, yes, there is a right time and way for everything, even though, unfortunately, we miss it for the most part. It is true that no one knows what is going to happen or when. Who is around to tell us? Talks about the story of a man. The New Living Translation is the one I read before. I read it again. It says, for there is a time and a way for everything, even when a person is in trouble. When a person is in trouble, God still has a plan. There's a time and a way for everything, even when a person is in trouble. She was in trouble. And child of God, you may have some kind of trouble in your marriage, with your finances, on your job, but it does not mean that just because you don't even have a plan, that God doesn't have a plan, or you have a plan that may lead you to even more trouble, that when God shows up, as long as you allow him to be, to be so much God and Lord over your life, that he can disrupt your plan, you will end well. For the good man, the Bible says, ah, it's going to be a happy ending. And that has to do with God's plan being put in place in your life. And so that's why I said God always has a plan. Act on it and live well. Let me, let me show you what God means when he talks about his plans. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. Jeremiah 29 verse 11, the Living Translation. We all know that scripture. It says, for I know the plans that I have for you says the Lord. I know the plans I have for you, even with all this COVID and economic downturn. I know the plans I have for you. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. The message translation says, I know what I am doing. Hey! I have it all planned out. Plans to take care of you, not to abandon you. Plans to give you the future you hope for. You can't even say the future you, 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 you can access. You only hope for it to give you the future you hope for. Sometimes the things you hope for are not even realistic. It says my plans are to give you the future that you hope for. So why wouldn't you submit to the plan of God, act on it, and then you're able to come through it. And that, I want to say to you that this Wednesday... What I want us to do at our interactive midweek service is to discuss the things that hinder the plans of God being put into place in our lives, the things that hinder us from acting on the plans of God. And so when we don't act on the plans of God, we don't live well and live blessed after the event. Here we are. We're all facing the same problems, but how we come out of it will be different for some of us, we have switched over to God's plan. We put our flesh, our emotions 
into, uh, out of the way and will follow God's plan. The widow had to forget how she felt about her little flour and, uh, and oil and she switched to God's plan and you know the story. May our story be like her story and exceedingly better than we ever thought. When the Bible says God is able to do exceedingly abundantly above what we think, that's what happened to her. That will be your experience and mine in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's all I can take for today. Join me on Wednesday as we go into interactive uh, midweek service. And we're going to be talking about the things that hinder us in our emotions, circumstantially and so on, from executing or acting on the plan of God. The plan of God is for us to live well and live blessed. You know that is in Matthew 6. And um, I'll do a, a bit more with that. Our time is gone. I know you have been blessed. Remember, God always has a plan. Don't give up. Just act on it and you will live well. Glory to God. I want to, I look forward to seeing you on Wednesday and on Friday, TGIF with PFP at 6 p.m. And now I want you to stand with me as we take our tenets and our outro song, Remain on Top in Jesus' Mighty Name. Can you lift your hand to God with me, your right hand, and say, we believe in the God of grace. We rely on the grace of God. So the grace of God of grace gives us his sustaining grace always to win the race. Hallelujah.